Check out our Facebook page for upcoming specials. Team up with Team Tools and Milwaukee. Time for another snake draft on the Elijah Har Show. Come on, slither it snake it snake. Vote for your favorite list on Twitter at 933KWTO or on the Elijah Har Show Facebook page. Okay, we're snake drafted today, and our snake draft is Republican fashion tips. We were at Lincoln Days this weekend. Y'all Republicans don't know how to dress. It's crucifying us on the campaign trail. We need to fix that. Let's dive into it. My number one pick, Republican candidate for office, wear cowboy boots. There are multiple reasons you wear cowboy boots. Number one, Republicans are by and large the party of rural agriculture and farms. Cowboy boots, rural agriculture and farms, it, it sends a signal that you know about the plight of the farmer. Number two, and more importantly, Cowboy boots make you taller. They're the high heels for men. They give you a little bit of a height advantage when you shake hands with people. Number three, when you're taller with cowboy boots on, it gives you a slimmer appearance. Cowboy boots are a requirement for my personal recommendation. Get a pair of black ones and a pair of brown ones. Get at least one that looks nice with a suit and one that looks good when you do an agricultural tour. I personally have three pairs of cowboy boots. I got a suede pair that is my rural ones. I actually wear them basically every single day. And they've got a lot of mud and dirt on them. Then we've got one nice brown pair and one nice black pair. I wear them both with suits. Number one, fashion rule for Republicans, get yourself a pair of cowboy boots. Do it today. It's even easier for women. Women traditionally wear high heels or wedges. Cowboy boots, more comfortable than high heels. And again, it gives you that agricultural rural look that you need as a politician. Man or woman, cowboy boots is it for a Republican politician. I mean, it's obvious that that had to be the number one pick. Throw on a pair of cowboy boots and and let your consultants do the rest. Like that just that just makes this isn't even consultant. This is just a basic rule of life. Wear cowboy boots. Every man should have cowboy boots. You just should. I I regret that it was. I didn't start wearing them until like 10 years ago. I remember the first time I put on a pair of cowboy boots and I was like, oh my gosh, this is what the perspective is on life from this angle. My next pick, my first pick, it, it's a, it's probably a little bit more of a pet peeve for me, but listen, either, <clears throat> either have a full head of hair or shave it. I don't like the in-between stuff. All or nothing. All or go, go all in on balding is what I have. If you're, if you're going to have a little bald spot, have it go all the way. I don't like this in between. A little, little bald stuff. spot. Yeah. If you like, got a bald spot, let it go. Let it go. I've got a little bit. I've got, I've, my, my hair's a little. You thin. cover it up nicely though. I've never, <laughs> I, or at least I've never noticed you having a well, bald spot. Well, that's the thing, but like, I know it's a little thin. Like, what's a, how do you know? How do you know? I think the moment that somebody in your family or in your close proximity of friends around you starts calling you Dr. Phil, that's when it's time to let it go. Okay, so you don't like the cul-de-sac. No, I don't. Yeah, so I don't like the cul-de-sac either. Um, I, I, I also don't like it. We have a cul-de-sac and then a little patch. Uh, I used to knew, know somebody. We called it the island on the top of their head because it was not connect. It was disconnected from everything else on your yeah. head. Don't do that either. W- once you have either a cul-de-sac or an island, it's time to get the beck out. Yep, I I agree a hundred percent. You got and bald just- looks good, man. I mean, listen, uh, Bruce Willis. Uh, you can go through a litany of actors, Tyrese, uh, like you name it. That that bald is better. Jason Statham. I'm good with that. 
for my next pick, it kind of goes in with your cowboy boots, but I have a little bit of a more broad example of it. Stop overdressing. You are talking to more often mm, than not. That we might disagree with you. You are your base, your constituency is is the salt of the earth people. It is it is farmers, people in agriculture. Well, it depends it is, on what you're at. It is factory worker, but that but there are pictures that get out to those other people. You don't want to be the guy who's changing your outfit based on where you are twenty four seven. Whatever life is changing your outfit. Yeah, but politicians you can't wear aren't real jeans life. on the floor of the house, and you can't wear a suit when you're touring and like a, doing a farm tour. I get that, but you should wear jeans on the farm tour and a suit on the floor of the house. Floor of the house is different. I'm I'm focused on campaign events. That's yeah. my main thing. You ever heard the phrase "dress for the job you want, not the job you have"? Some people. You can't see them in, in a formal attire, or you can't imagine them as the office they're running for because you've never seen them in, in an outfit like that. You mean you don't think a politician can look like a politician? I would love my politicians to look a little bit less like politicians. I think that would be I think, fantastic frankly, for them. I think we've got an underdressing problem in, in politics in general. You want to wear suits on planes, so I figured we would disagree on this. I don't <laughs> want to, but I'd do it. <laughs> figured... I fi- I figured we would disagree on this one a little bit. I mean, th- it's just who we are as people. But I think if you are going to talk to regular voters, throw a blazer on. Sure, I'm not saying you show up in sweatpants and a and a Rolling Stones T-shirt. But Rolling Stones are significantly less good than AJR. That's just all I got. That's say. true. Yeah, we we <laughs> talked about that. <laughs> that's listen. That one's your fault, Elijah. I don't know if you realize that's your fault. Uh, yeah, stop. Stop overdressing. You want you Disagree. want you want your base to fall in love with you and to see you as a relatable person. Dress like them. Whatever. Um, okay. Uh, my number two rule for Republicans: don't wear disconnected suits. In other words, don't wear tan pants and a blue blazer. Don't wear gray pants and a and a, a black jacket. Wear a suit. If, it's one thing if you're wearing a blazer and jeans. I get that look. I like that look. I wear that look all the time. But if you're going to wear pants that are not jeans and a blazer, they should connect. I do not like the navy. The navy blazer with the tan pants is a totally southern thing, and I don't even think it look good, looks good in the south. The disconnect to me look. It looks like you've not taken the time to look in a mirror. I don't like it. I've never liked it. Yeah, I'm. I'm not going to say who it was or who they were campaigning for. But there was a, a table set up really close to us, and it was just, I mean, it was your average college kid who was looking to get on a campaign trail, and sure enough, he had black pl- black pants, gray blazer, and a button-up, and I was like, dude, you were so close to looking your absolute best. Now, I didn't dress up for the event. I wore I wore jeans, I wore the a t-shirt of the candidate I was with, like, I, I just... Showed up regular, and I think that's fine. But there, there shouldn't be an in between. You're e- you're either dressed down casual, or you're trying to be the best looking one there. I I I <clears throat> agree with this point a hundred percent. The blue and the tan pants, it's just, it's, it's high school. Uh, number three pick. Shout out to John Combest who got this right and consistently reminds people of this. Don't do the fig leaf pose. The fig leaf pose is when a politician doesn't know to do what to do with their hands, so they fold them like it's a fig leaf because they've got no clothes on. Fig leaf poses are a bad pose. They do not look good. They look bad. Get rid of them. There's a variety of things you can do with your hand. I know a lot of, Roy Blunt was a professional with this. 
Roy Blunt always had a cup of coffee or a cup of water in his hand. So he always had a reason to break up the, the, he always had something to do with his hands. I don't think having your hands in your pocket's a good idea either. If you're standing still, if you're standing still, it's okay to put your hands behind your back. It's semi-okay to cross your arms. It is not okay to do a fig leaf pose. It looks like a child who just doesn't know what to do with themselves. Find something to keep your hands occupied. Personally, I love I love the break in the arm where you're holding something, whether it's a cup of coffee, whether it's um, a, a pen in your hand. Do something like that. Fig leaf poses, banned. They should be banned from Republican politicians because way too many people do it. And it does not help your look. It looks like you're holding up a beer gut. Looks like you're holding up a beer gut. That's <laughs> just say even when you're thin, it looks like you're pregnant. Yeah, that that's a good one. I had never heard it phrased that way before. So that is that is really, really interesting for my next pick. I am encouraging Republicans to be a little bit more creative, a little bit more interesting I am demanding a one-year ban on plain red ties. A one-year ban on plain red ties. Figure something else out. Literally anything else. Endorse. Yeah. Listen, Donald Trump, I get it. It's a Donald Trump thing. I can't stand it. I I don't own red in my, which has been tricky with the Chiefs. I've got a white (laughs) Chiefs shirt, and I've got an all-black Chiefs shirt. I don't like the color red. And I know everybody makes fun of me because Republicans are red, but I endorse this decision. Yeah, so I was looking in my closet the other day, and I have just happened upon a couple of ties. That's just how my life has gone. I I, I think I've bought one tie in my entire life, uh, and it was like $20. And after that, I was like, that's a stupid price for a tie. I'm never buying one again. I uh, looked at a couple of my ties for the award show, all red. I have all red ties. I'm oh the biggest my proponent gosh. of this. Get out of here. Different now. One's like a shade of pink and one is blue, but it's got a bunch of red roses on it, which looks sick, by the way. One is what one is a knit tie, a knit skinny tie, Elijah, which you just I'm sure love. I don't know what I hate red <laughs> ties, I hate skinny ties, and I hate knit ties. All of this is gross. I yeah, I, I got it as a gift. Uh my, my yearbook teacher gave it to me because I was the editor for the yearbook my senior year, and so he gave me that as like a uh, thanks for your help this year type thing. But Republicans, I know we're conservative and I know our whole party relies on the fact that we stick, we find something that works like freedom, like democracy, like capitalism, and we stick to it. Red ties aren't working anymore. We got, Also, we we're not fans something. of democracy either. We're a republic. We're a republic. Don't even start me on that debate. Oopsie daisy. Sorry. Uh, 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 sorry, Darren Chapel, that I call this a democracy. My bad. Uh, we're we're a we're a republic. My final pick, uh, Elijah. You brought this to my attention, but you haven't drafted it yet, so I'm going to. Popsicle legs have got to stop. These guys, we we've talked about it a bunch over the over the course of the weekend. Um, there are certain people who will wear these nice modern fancy skinny jeans with a regular fitting suit top, and it it looks. Terrible. I mean, there are there's politician after politician after politician who come through and it's like their legs are screaming for air because they can't breathe. And yet the top half of their body is perfectly uh, well circulated with airflow. It makes no sense. It's it's it gets worse. The bigger an individual is, 
obviously. But even for a, a guy like me that is just a straight-up stick, it still looks terrible to have a loose or regular-fitting jacket, regular-fitting shirt, and then these cute little chicken legs that are popping out of the bottom half of my body. It, it, it's, it's just a, it's a bad look all around. Uh, totally agree with this. Now, it, it's a trick. It's especially a trick to do with jeans because jeans by and large are, are shaped differently than the coat. So you have to do, you have to pair the right pair of jeans with the coat. The guy, I want to go through these and be like, who's the biggest offender on each of these? Because like the biggest offender on red ties is Donald Trump, but we're going to let Donald Trump do it because that's his shtick. Uh, but Ted Cruz and Matt Walsh, they always are doing this skinny jean thing with these sort of wider coats. And it, man, it is, it is something they need to take out of the wardrobe. Agreed a hundred percent. Elijah, we have one more pick to go here. We can throw out some honorable mentions too if we want to. Final pick. Pick one thing on your outfit that stands out. There is nothing worse than somebody who has 16 pins on their lapels or is try, it, it has got a tie bar and cufflinks and watches on each hand. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta minimize the flare. That's gonna be the, the, the line on this is minimize the flare on your suit. Everybody should see the suit, the tie and you or the jacket, the jeans and you. The, the, you know, if you want to wear flannel, that's fine, but pick one accessory and lean into that accessory. If you're a, if you're a cufflink guy, great. If you are a lapel pin guy, great. If you are a handkerchief guy, you want to be a Greg Keller type, great, but don't blow the flare out of the water. Flare can be distracting. It's supposed to be accentuating. It can be distracting. Limit your flare. I traditionally, I, I don't wear a tie bar. I think bankers wear tie bars. I almost always wear cufflinks and one Count them one, lapel piece. That's it. And I don't wear the American flag, even though most people wear American flag and the cross below it and the Boy Scout cross below that and then uh, the, the Missouri flag below that. And on the other right side, you got the two baby feet for the abortions. And No, that, th- then, your, then your flair has become a billboard. Pick one piece of flair that accentuates the message you want to bring. Keep it. Never change it. To uh, one point and then a question. Number one, I'm assuming this doesn't count for military uniforms. I feel like they're allowed to wear as many different Whoa, pieces of listen. Yeah, come on. If you have if you have military uh, if you have a military uniform on and you have medals and ribbons, that's different. That is an exception to this rule. I was yeah. okay, just just making sure. Come on. Man. An actual question. Uh does a watch count as flare? Can a watch count as flare? I don't count like a watch is fine, but I don't like it. Again, you a watch is fine. Don't then have a shiny bracelet on the other hand or sixteen bands on the other hand. If you want to wear a watch, wear a watch. I'm a big watch guy. I care about my watches. I've got a particular brand of watch that I love to wear. Uh, but, but these people that have multiple things that, that I've seen people with two watches and I've seen people that you can't tell because they've got all these shiny bracelets balancing out the watch. It looks like they got handcuffs that got broken in half. No, no, no. Pick one watch. Stick with it. Don't make it a stupid eye watch because those are hideous. Wear a regular man's watch or if you're a woman, Pick a pick a piece of jewelry that you really really like, but again, less is more when it comes to the flare department. So we're gonna we're gonna finish off the show here as my contact is falling out of my eyeball. Really exciting development going on here in the studio. Um, quick honorable mention for me is uh, learn how to smile. It killed DeSantis's campaign. Just figure out the right way to smile. <laughs> I and, did kill his campaign and look normal. I mean, 
My goodness. Uh, do you have a quick honorable mention yeah, before we read uh, off the bow list? Bow ties should only go with tuxedos. Don't wear bow ties with other suits. Nobody likes the look. It doesn't work for you. It does, It's not good shtick. Um, bow ties only work if you're James Bond for Halloween. That's the only time a bow tie they works. They work with a tuxedo. you got a formal event. That's the only time you should wear a tuxedo or, or a bow tie. Otherwise, take them out of your wardrobe. Final thing, if you're tying a tie, learn how to tie the, the, the correct length of tie. I don't care Ooh. what kind of knot you use, half Windsor, full Windsor, run the gauntlet on them. Your tie should reach your belt. It should not hang down below. It should not reach your sternum. It should reach your belt. This takes a little bit of practice, but it's very, very important. Now, I'm a big believer in a dimple of the the tie, but more than anything, the most important thing about your tie is it should reach your belt. That's the most important thing. It's not a metronome, and it's not like a long bow tie. It reaches the belt. That's the proper way to wear a a tie. Elijah's final picks wear cowboy boots, no no disconnected suits, don't do a fig leaf pose and minimize flair unless you're in the United States military. Garrett's final picks go all in on balding, stop overdressing, no plain red ties, and no skinny pants with regular suits. You can go vote on 933-KWTO on X or on the Elijah Har Show Facebook page. And as we do every day, we finish with our quote of the day. Style is a way to say who you are without having to speak. We'll see you tomorrow on the Elijah Har Show. From California to the New York Island From the Redwood Forest to the Gulf Stream waters This land was made for you and me As I was walking